Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. It's the Comprehensive Beatdown. I am Bloggy Bonilla. I am Silent G, as always. And we're back. Yay. Um, another episode. Another week down. Number 47. Wow. We're, we're vastly approaching 50. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. We're going to do something special for episode 50, guys. Um, yeah. I don't know what. And we probably won't. We got three more episodes to think about it. <laughs> we got some time to think about it. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So we're back. Um, got a fun album to listen to this week. Yeah. Uh, hope you guys dig it. The new Casual and Fat Cat album called No Mercy. Um, new Mercy. <laughs> new Mercy. New, the way it's spelled. Yeah, this is one that would probably uh, miss a lot of people. Um, so I'm glad that well, I'm doing it's called, a podcast. The, the name of the group is Ron John Bovey. <laughs> a lot of people are not going to listen to and, it because um, of that. Yeah, and I kind of skipped by it at first when I saw the name. I was like, well, yeah. that's kind of weird. And then I saw the artwork for it, and I was like, okay. And so then, of course, I look at it, and it's, it's casual and fat cat. And then, you, you know, casual, of course, from hieroglyphics and fat cat from... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Casual from Hieroglyphics, and in fact, uh, from Detroit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it would have flown under the radar for a lot of people, so okay, uh, <coughs> yeah. we kind of let you guys... Uh, we're doing our job. We're doing our job. That's right. We find music. <laughs> we're uh, we're tastemakers for like three guys. Yeah. We listen to a lot of shit you don't have to. Yeah. We, we do the jobs that you guys don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's well, us. It would be really cool if we had, you know, if like we just found all this good music, but we didn't have to listen to all this crappy music to find the good music. Yeah. Hey, Garrett, Mike. Will you guys uh, do that for us? And we will. And we will. Yeah, we and you're welcome. <laughs> Pay us money. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I think we talked about this week um, kind of doing our doing our uh, promotion beforehand. We always do it at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've lost most of you guys. So uh, thank you for continuing to check out Dope Media Network. Uh, dot com. Dot com. Um, SoundCloud page is gone. We killed uh, it. We are on iTunes. Yep. Um, check out Key B to Lock. I hear there's going to be some uh, more blogging going yeah, on. I'm just going to I'm gonna start doing an, an update a day or so. Just yeah. putting some random stuff up get my creative that was mind boggling when it popped up on Facebook yesterday the key beat to lock <laughs> post I was like whoa that's incredible and it's just I, I haven't really found a time a good way to like balance not working working and then doing that right and cause I used to do so many updates through, like try to do so many updates a day and just yeah. got you know trying to search for stuff and all that now I'm just gonna kinda hone in and it's gonna be some more personal stuff um, it's not just going to be new music. I'm going to... Are you going to journal on your blog now? I might. Oh, a that's bit. nice. Um, be sure to sound sensitive so we have stuff to read at the cruise. Yeah. Well, and, and once again, this plays back in all of that because now it's like, <laughs> you know, if you want more information about them, you can go to keybeatlock.com. That's K-E-Y, the letter B, the number two, L-O-C-K.com. Dot com. And, and just... Read his feelings. Bloggy Bonilla. <laughs> Third one makes Bloggy Bonilla tick. Oh, yeah. All right, so we'll get into all that more today. Uh, yeah. We're not holding back. Um, so right now we got a song called 
<coughs> Wind Rose uh, by an artist named Stratus. Name of the album is The Driver. This is on Lokai Records. I've played several of uh, their artist um, songs over the past year. One of my favorite uh, electronic labels currently rolling. Uh, so check it out, Stratus the Driver. Um, we played Emancipator and a few other people on here before. So it's one of my favorite albums so far this year. So give it a listen. Really? Now, with that being said, we are going to go on into the Ron John Bovey album with our first song. This entire album was produced by Unjust. Shit goes hard. He's an hieroglyphics imperium, like one of their producers on the, like part of their label. Let's talk about hieroglyphics for a minute, since we said uh, the name. Yeah, well, that's their crew that came about. I guess ninety. 96, maybe, 95, 96, well, there was, you know, even on I Wish My Brother George Was Here, Dell's first album, there's already the hieroglyphic well, that, symbols that's on where it. They come, yeah, I mean, that's like 90, that's early 90s, but that was 91 or 92, right? It's early 93? I don't remember. Um, as far as the first album came out in 98, um, but they were doing stuff. Well, the, their that. first, it was, uh, of course, it was Dell, Souls of Mischief, Casual. Yeah. Uh, they were all signed to Jive. Was Dell signed to Jive? No, Dell was not signed to Jive. He signed to, uh, maybe Electra. Uh, Electra sounds right. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, and of course, Dell with his cl- connections with Ice Cube. Yeah. And, uh, all that. And he was part of the original. Nice Bob, I guess, kind of loosely. Loosely. And, um, so that kind of led to, and Jive was real big in the Bay. Like, they had signed Too Short, and Bane, a lot of Spice One, a lot of cats were in the Um, so, of course, Souls of Mischief and, uh, Casuals out, they were both on, on, uh, or on, uh, Jive, right? Yeah, back Jive fucked it up, though. They didn't know what to do yeah, with that it. that was 90, I guess 92, 93, yeah. Because, uh, Souls of Mischief came out in 93. Yeah. Um, and Casual came out, Casual, I want to say, came out in 93. Yeah, his first album. Yeah, we could Google all this, but yeah, whatever. Um, it, it gets a little hazy from time. Yeah. And I think the rest of the guys kind of joined up. Pep Love joined the crew a little bit later. Um, Domino. Domino, yeah. Uh, I think Domino had been it down from the beginning. He was the producer. He did a lot of production stuff. When we have killed each other. Um, that was Time Tunnel. can change the subject. This is We Got It Poppin' featuring Guilty Simpson. This is a great song. Yeah, Hieroglyphics is one of my all-time favorite hip-hop groups. I have a Hieroglyphics tattoo on my leg. I love this shit so well, much. The, the great thing about the, of course, I mean, we, we know, like, the underground hip-hop scene wouldn't be what it was without hieroglyphics, groups like Hieroglyphics. They were kind of the model for it, really. Yeah. Like, the underground crews, like, yeah. what um, Living Legends became. And all of the, a lot of our listeners probably listen to Jurassic 5. There wouldn't have been anything like that without Hieroglyphics and, like, Freestyle Project Blue. Yeah. That kind of stuff, but yeah. But, I mean, the West Coast is just, I mean, the underground scene on the West Coast was just so much better. No, man. Uh, it was just so raw. I mean, these guys were, these guys, I mean, of course, you know, being from Oakland, being from Los Angeles, it's hard to like remove the street element. Right. But, I mean, they were musical at the same time. There's a lot of music incorporated in what they did, a lot of funk. Yeah. You know, because especially the West Coast. Area, funk oh, yeah. Was just a, such a big 
movement. But you know, so you got a lot of even like the two short, like Ant Banks was known for making funky, yeah, you know, hip, you know, hip hop stuff. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Hyro, Hyro, and if you if you never got a chance to see him, you can still probably catch him in like doing like uh, Snow Summit, you know, doing all these. I noticed there was a show announcement for Colorado, I think in Aspen for like yeah. a ski theme. And it, the past, like, three or four times I saw hieroglyphics, there was no Dell. And at certain points, like, even casual would be there, you know. But this most recent one I saw had the had everyone listen. I hadn't seen that in a while. But like, like I said, it's up in Aspen for a uh, snowboard event or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, I mean, none of these guys are, uh, you know, you've been in us both being in Colorado for extended periods of time. Like, we just, we got to see them. Cause oh, yeah. People love them in Colorado, and I've seen them. Numerous times had the opportunity to work with them a couple times, you know, with the percussion you could open up for them mm-hmm. at shows and stuff. And um, Souls of Mischief, those guys, I mean, the guys, they're all great. But, I mean, we did know, Souls of Mischief last year, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it's their new album. Yeah, yeah so they, uh, you know, I mean, those guys stayed in Colorado to the point. I mean, I mean, they've all been, I think they've all been pretty much arrested in Colorado yeah. at some point. Um, <clears throat> Dell, we got a chance to kind of hang out with Dell up on the hill in Boulder one night. He's yeah, crazy. The arcade, you know, right the arcade. It yeah. used to be right there by the box. I don't know if it's still there or not. But uh, went in there and I played. We played some Soul Calibur. I had my own against some Soul Calibur. So <laughs> that's his the thing. World, yeah, for the world to know, me and Dell had to do Soul Calibur. And, I remember that game. That was an awesome and, uh, game. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was pretty. Uh, pretty cool being able to. To, to get to witness that. Yeah. You know, because it's them, Legends, uh, Dragon 5, Freestyle Fellowship, uh, and all their, like, crews. I mean, all their projects. Because like, even, like, Blackalicious and all that stuff oh, kind of kind of came, yeah. um, came about, you know, vicariously through all of that. Yeah. This is Junk featuring OPO, Soul of Mischief. The thing that like drew me to the hieroglyphic stuff, even maybe before it was hieroglyphics, was like you were saying, the West Coast was just, uh, underground was just like hard. And everything in like 91 to 96 from the East Coast, like not everything, but a lot of the stuff I listened to was, uh, you know, Tribe, De La Soul, stuff like that, that had really no street edge to it, other than like Fife getting hard every now and again, you know, but... So that's what I loved about the West Coast. Not that I don't like that, but it's a great balance to hear like people who were influenced by those guys on the other side of the country putting it like how they do it on the West Coast, you know, and that that's what I really loved about it. And then Souls of Mischief, I mentioned this last year, but it's a skate video that I saw them in first time in ninety three and uh, that's their bread and butter right there, skateboarders and snowboarders. X games. Yeah, they love them. I mean, I mean, you're talking about guys that could go to Colorado, Wyoming, um, Utah, and do literally do like a tour. Yeah. And, and get paid. Yeah. You know, they do. They do. I mean, these guys would do six shows in Colorado. I think that flyer I saw actually was a four-show run in Colorado. Yeah. I think they're doing Fort Collins, Aspen, and stuff, a couple other places. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just insane. Yeah. And of course, it, at a, at the Fox, we got everybody. Oh uh, uh, yeah. And uh, every night of the week. And people showed up for it. That was that was such a great thing. And paid like twenty-five bucks. Yeah. Hieroglyphic shows sold. 
sold out. You know, Blacklicious shows sold Every out. Time. The Lyricist Lounge shows sold out. Oh god, I forgot about oh. this. I mean, so, like, like, you know, Master Full moved to Colorado for a while because they were so, yeah. like, you know, they were so low. Yeah. I remember Red Man and Method Man would come to the Fox and just, like, set up shop for a couple of days. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was just... It was I wonder if it's still like that up there. Because it's... I've been gone for... Shit. Like, seven years now, so... Yeah, I don't know what's going on up there. That was the most striking thing when we moved there was how much of this shit we could like see. What I was, you know, I was talking to you know the uh, the 15th anniversary of um, Dilla's BBE race was uh, last week, uh-huh. and uh, we're, you know they're talking about it online. And I remember I remember going to Boulder and buying it at Warehouse Music, and that night the Concussions had a show at the Fox with Masterminds. I don't want to say it's black delicious. Um, so, uh, Stro was there, and you know, I, I had the CD in my back pocket, and um, I showed it to Stro, and he's like, "Oh man, I wanted to get that today." And I was like, "Well, here, just take mine. You know, I'll just get another copy tomorrow." Yeah. Well, I go to Warehouse Music the next day, and it's sold out. Ah, nice. And then so I end up going up, you know, so I have to go to the hill, and um, not the albums on the hill, but the one across, right next to the, right next to the box. I don't know if that was there when we were there. Yeah. Albums on the Hill was there. That was, that's across the street from the Fox. Yeah. Well, there was one right next to the Fox. It was sold out, so I had to go across the street to Albums on the Hill. They still had a couple copies of it. Though. Yeah. But, um, but, I mean, there were three <clears throat> there were three shows, or, I mean, there was three record stores in Boulder yeah. that you could count on for those kind of releases, you know? Yeah. Alright, so this is track uh, four. I got it as WWYS. Yep, featuring Charles Chuck Cooper from the Chosen That last song was called Jump. That featured OPO from Souls of Mischief. I think we might have skipped over that. Do we need to talk about Sam Bradford? Nope. <laughs> And these guys, uh, this guy is part of an uh, unjust uh, group. Chosen Few is a group that I'm just uh-huh. part of. And um, I want to say, let me pull it up here make Google it. We don't want to lead people astray. Yeah, that's, that's his crew. <laughs> There's a couple. There's Cold Sh- Cold Shoda, Charles Chuck. <coughs> I love Cold Shoda. Um, it's a great name. It is pretty good. I like it. And then uh, Unjust. Sometimes we find out the stuff and you guys find out the stuff. Yeah. 
It's all well, smoke really, and mirrors. This is, this is kind of recorded beforehand, so we actually find out before you guys yeah. do. But we're sharing it with you kind of in real time, almost, sort of. He just gave away the secret. We actually have no idea about any of this stuff. Any we just have like eight Google machines open. We've got 14 computers sitting in front of us. <laughs> we look like uh, Swordfish. The John Travolta movie. Yeah. The guy with all the computers. Yeah. yeah, we should start recording this at NASA. They probably have a room they're not using for anything right now. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. If not, I'm sure we can rent it. Come on, NASA. Hook us up. All that money you guys have been wasting. Right. Waste it on us. Speaking of, did I tell you I saw uh, The Martian? Oh, hold on. Let's get the next mo- the next song started, and then we have a special segment. <laughs> this is, I think... Yeah, this is Caveman. This uh, is what I put on my Spotify playlist. So this song stood out. Yeah, this the is the song with Festo from Souls of Mischief. Okay, so Bogumania just mentioned that he saw a movie this week. Not a new movie, but a new yeah. movie to him, I would assume. I haven't seen yeah. it. The um, Martian. It's The Martian starring Matt Damon. So for our new segment... Welcome to his three-sentence movie review, and go, The Martian. Oh, Matt Damon is good, the movie is crap, and it's not a comedy. That has been the next installment of Welcome to his three-sentence movie reviews. Thank you for tuning in, and we will do this again next week. All right. You no, know, it was... It was <laughs> now we can talk about it. It was supposed to be a comedy, and, like, there was, was some it? funny moments in the movie. It was, like, up for best comedy or something. The Martian? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I that. I think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but anyway. That could affect the whole way you saw the movie. <laughs> this isn't funny. <laughs> that could have. That could have. Uh, no, I mean, it, it was... Uh, it was cool. Uh, you, you think about it, you know, it's a guy that gets left on Mars, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so you put yourself kind of in that position. And what the hell? Could you I would imagine? Just, I wouldn't even try. I would just like I mean, walk on Mars and explode or whatever yeah, happens yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't like... I mean, you're literally... What the hell? But he has to, like, figure out how to grow food and stuff. Well, and that part well, of it. Up, um, he knows that there's a mission coming back there in three years or something like uh-huh. that. And so um, he's, he starts video journaling and he's like, look, I got to figure out a way to grow food. He's got potatoes. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got to figure out, figure out a way to grow food. The mission's cut short, so he's got a surplus of food, but it's only going to last him so many days to be rationed. So he's got to try to figure out a way to to, la- to last and grow food. And then he figures out from one of the previous Mars landings, there's a uh, there's a way to, for him to communicate back to Earth. So okay. anyway, so he, he eventually learned like you know gets to communicate, and then the crew that that left him there is like goes back and gets but it's, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting movie. You know? I, I would, I mean, I don't know that I'd have the, of course, I don't have the intelligence to last. Oh, God, no. Um, I'd eat all the food. But I don't even know if I could, like, you know, three years or whatever it is without any, yeah. like, human interaction. And really not knowing if you're going to be, like, you know, you're just surviving. Yeah. Just, like, surviving. It's almost like, uh, why, and it's not even like, you know, we've been talking about The Walking Dead. It's not even that, because if you thrust yourself into that, you're like, okay, uh, you know, you just, you, you minimize your human interaction. Yeah. You know, you gotta kill, you know, killing becomes There's just more to do. Life, yeah. You know, 
But you still got <coughs> people that you know. You still got interactions with people. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's pretty. Uh, I heard it was pretty cool. It was cool. It was just. I mean, I don't know. Does he have books and stuff to read or anything? Uh, <laughs> all he has is like a uh, MP3 player or whatever that somebody left behind. It's got just a bunch of old uh, disco songs. Oh wow! <laughs> and that's like a running joke throughout the whole thing. It's like, of course he listens to it because it's all he's got, but it's so terrible. Like, oh like, man, this is so terrible. Like, of course this is what I get left with. This is Black Rat featuring uh, Cold Shoda. Cold Shoda. Of the Chosen Fruit. You, Fruit. Chosen Fruit. Chosen Fruit. Um, but yeah, next week I'm actually going to do something for this segment. My, my three sentences review. I'm actually going to put some sentences together. That just came out. Well, that's no fun. I, I could not. <laughs> we, we could totally just on the spot. Ready, go. Um. Uh, does LeBron's failure to be clutch hurt his legacy? I've been saying that. I've been saying that since the first time he was yeah, in Cleveland. he has no heart. He relies solely on his talent. Oh, yeah. He has no desire to win. You can see it. You can see it. I've always said that. He likes to win, but he has no, like, will to win. He should have, like, seven championships if he's... It's just... That's all there is to it. Yeah. He fucked it up. Yeah. We've talked about okay. this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what he wants to do. And that's okay. But rip a motherfucker's head off like Jordan did. Yeah. Damn. But some people just... They don't have it. Yeah. They don't have yeah. that... That... That just I want to humiliate you kind yeah. of mentality. He doesn't have that. No. Curry's got that. <laughs> Curry's got it. Curry's got a lot of that. I don't think there's any more hate for Curry, man. He's, you can't. I mean, there's just you can't say shit unless you just want to be hateful or. They're talking about it on Twitter today, or on Facebook or something today, but. Um, I mean, this is literally one of those seasons where you're just... I mean, we're witnessing something we'll never see again. Yeah. I mean, he's got a shot to legitimately make 400 three-pointers this yeah. season. Has he broke the, he's broken the record yeah, already? Yeah, he broke yeah. his record. He's got 24 games. Yeah. I mean, it's just Damn. unreal. There's no reason and to sit here and be negative like, about it. His percentage is, like, ungodly. I mean, yeah. that's just it. Like, it's not like he's just taking a, a trillion threes. I mean, nah. he's just... That's why they're 50 and 5 or whatever well, they and, are. And I think I saw the other day, it's like from 28 feet out, he's shooting like 68%. Yeah. That's like unbelievable. I mean, the rest of the league is shooting 18%. He's shooting 68%. Yeah. Yep. So that whole team is good. Oh, this is the weed song called So Profound. Is that right? Yeah. Because there is a... There's a seven in there. Is there? No, it's so profound. I don't know. Yeah, this is so profound. This is the weed song. Yeah. Used to be albums have weed songs. Now you got weed albums. Oh, yeah. You know? People are smoking a lot of weed these days. Well, it's like, uh... Colorado. They're hanging around Colorado too much. Yeah. <laughs> 
like roll some better drugs. All plants on steroids. One hit, your man on paranoid. I smoke blood on every continent. Man got to ask if I smoke. They use common I hate you, Scott. Don't ask, don't ask questions. Of course I smoke. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Why would you even ask me such a thing? Right. I thought we were friends. The sound has the, the right amount of, like, boom, bap, and, like, quirkiness to it. Yeah. You know, as far as the beats go. They're kind of dirty. I like them. straight from the bay, nigga. Have your ass blow like you sniff some yay, nigga. We play stocks, we down with the petty smoke. I think the Thunder or Westbrook's team, I think that's her problem. Yeah. But he's just more of a leader than KD is. Yeah, or at least he just comes across that way. Oh, I mean, that's... Yeah. But he'll be... I, Duran will be gone. And Westbrook, right? They might both be gone. They might, they might lose both of them. Um, I think they lose Durant, for sure. I don't know if they lose Westbrook. I think Westbrook knows if he goes... If he comes to L.A., he's got to rebuild. Yeah. Like, really, really rebuild. The Lakers are trash. There has to be a chance that they both just stay, huh? Very small chance. Uh, small. I mean, that's it's going to be presented to him, at least. Sure. Yeah, it's be a heavy pitch. And it might be the best option for the short, short term, as opposed to going to rebuild him somewhere. Yeah. You know? But, well, Durant you know, it's not. to go rebuild somewhere. They, they, someone would pick him up. Yeah. Golden State. Washington. San Antonio, Washington. I'd love to see him in Washington playing with John Wall. That would yeah. be awesome. Ugh. At least we only signed Bradford for, what did they sign him for? Two years or three? <coughs> Two. So Why I'm would assuming, they do I'm, that? Here's what, here's what I'm assuming they're doing. Um, two years. It's a two-year extension. So that goes through... So I'm assuming they're going to draft a quarterback mm -hmm. and then hope that he's ready in two years. Yeah. At which point, you know, Bradford, of course they got, they're going to invest money in him, but they're really the only, their only chance to win is with an established quarterback and to hope that Sam stays healthy, which he won't. He, yeah. He, he doesn't stay healthy. He doesn't do that. that. But I guess they saw this met the best short term. They didn't sign him up. They didn't sew him up for an extended period no. of time. And by giving them all that money guaranteed, if they cut them after this season, yeah, whatever. I mean, where did know, the Eagles draft? What position? 13. Oh, they're probably get a good quarterback then. Yes. I think there's like four really good quarterbacks or yeah, something. They're saying they're saying they're looking at the dude from uh, Memphis. Yeah, that guy's pretty um, good. And even Prescott. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll probably go second round. I would, I would assume he'll go second. Or third. I think he's gonna be a steal. I think he's gonna be a good NFL quarterback. He just needs the right coach. Yeah, I mean, he throws the ball way better than he gets well, credit for. Physically, physically, he's kind of prototypical. I mean, oh, yeah. he's a big guy. He he's can, a great quarterback. He's size. mobile. He's yeah. got a good arm. Um, he just needs to be put with the right coach that will teach him how to run a team and run yeah. an offense. That'd be cool um, if he went to play for Chip Kelly in San Francisco. Chip needs even a good coach or a good uh, quarterback. Yeah, I just don't think I don't think uh, maybe for maybe. the one season that he's going to coach there and then yeah, get fired and go back to Oregon. 
Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know where he's going to end up, but um, I think Dak, I think he'll definitely be a, a decent pro. Yeah. I would hope so. He was fun to watch. But that guy from Memphis is really good. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. He led that comeback against Ole Miss, well, he, which he was put awesome. Up some crazy numbers. I mean, yeah. He put up some great numbers, and he, and he, you know, he's got the he's got the, the skills and the tools. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's I'm I'm a firm believer that an NFL quarterback. I mean, it's a crapshoot. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can draft somebody that should should be the guy, and he's not. And you can draft somebody that might be the guy, and he, you know. I mean, Tom Brady won the seventh round. Well, no. It was pretty deep, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, right quarterback, right system. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's one of the best to ever play. Yep. And uh, we can't even argue it no more. I tried to argue for a long time. I just don't like the guy, but whatever. I'm starting to like him because he's embracing this villain role. And as long yeah. as he continues to embrace the villain role, I'll, I'll, I'll dig him. He just signed a three-year extension. Yeah. He'll be there till he's 42. It's crazy. This is Mistakes featuring Saphir. Nice little guest appearance there. That's Which is nice. awesome yeah. considering, you know, the history between those two. Um, of course, if you don't know, back in the day, there was a big rivalry between Hobo Junction and the Hieroglyphics, mainly oh, Saphir and Casual. Man, I really that's where it started that. at. Huh? I vaguely remember that. And it, start, it really started there. It started with Saphir and Casual, I guess. Uh, Saphir felt slighted by Casual uh, a couple, couple times. They went on uh, K Camiel and did uh, they battled. They got physical. I mean, it was like a big, yeah. big, big to do. And, uh, to do, you know. And, and I mean, you, these cats are from Oakland now. I mean, oh, yeah. they, they all know people that you know, probably some unsavory types. Yeah. So I mean, there was some. I think a bit, it got squashed not too long after that, but yeah, that was pretty That's pretty awesome. Good. You can go back and YouTube it. You can YouTube the the, uh, the battle, the battle yeah. and stuff. It's pretty awesome. Actually, it's really good. Like um, the rest of Auburn Junction is garbage. Third Rail Nick was cool, and then Saphir was cool. Yeah, I liked him. I was never a but big fan of everything. The else. rest of those guys were kind of whatever. Yeah. But uh, you know, High Road, they're just you know, great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. I certainly haven't seen those videos before. Yeah. Let me check those out. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah, so when I saw that, when I saw that they had did a song together on this, I, you know, I was pretty, you know, the, uh, yeah. the 18-year-old me is like, yeah! I was going to say, one group we haven't mentioned, West Coast Underground yet, is Alcoholics. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, you know, I went back and listened to a couple, I, every couple years or so, I'll listen to those old albums, you know. Man, I forgot how good. Just every Man, couple years, I forget how over, fucking good they are. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. 21 and over is my favorite. The whole Liquid crew, like KT, Exhibit, those guys, yeah. Defari, Phil to Agony, they're all kind of loose. Saphir was on songs with yeah. them. Um, 
and uh, her Mad Lib, I guess, for one of the first times on the Alcoholics, you know. So, yo, man, I always forget them in like the canon of awesome West Coast. Well, and that's really, they're like the brainchild of King T, really. Yeah. And King T goes back to like the comedy gangster, like, like gangster yeah. rap days. Um, wildly respected like, out there. Like, mm-hmm. He has a lot of, uh, a lot of stripes, you know, within that whole everything. So. Do we have an anniversary of an Alcoholics album this year? I don't know if we have one this year, but that would be great. <laughs> yeah. You can find a reason to listen to one. <laughs> also, listened to the first Beat Nuts album uh, last week for the first time in probably like four or five years. That shit's fun. I like their first couple albums. Yeah. Alright, let's see here. Alcoholics. Oh man, the 28th would have been yesterday. Well, two days ago would have been the 21st anniversary of Coast to Coast. Really? Yeah. We should do that next week. Let's do it. 21st anniversary? Yeah. Yes, the age you drink. 21. That's perfect. All right. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. And then August will be the 23rd anniversary of 20, 21 and over. Oh, okay. And the 19th anniversary of liquidation. Interesting. Of course, Liquidation was cool. It was a little past their prime, but it still has some cool stuff on it. Yeah. Coast to Coast and 21 and over are just... Yeah, those are the best. But yeah, Coast to Coast has Exhibit on it, Diamond D's on it, King Chi, Luke Pack, uh, Q-Tips. Q-Tips on it. That first, uh, that Lou Pack album, I need to listen to that. I haven't listened to that in a while. Sound Pieces. God, I used to listen to that album, like, it's every so week. Long, but it's so good. Yeah, it'd be in my CD player for, like, three days when I was yeah. in college. And you get through it once. Yeah. But you haven't listened to that in a minute. I wonder if that's on Spotify. 25th anniversary. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, 15th anniversary this year. Of Lou Pack? No. Ah, oh, dang it. No, 17. We can do it, though. Just because we can. Yeah. That is a really good album. 24 songs on it. And it is on Spotify. Oh, yeah. That will sing the praises of Spotify from the highest mountain. We did it in the remix to We Did It. Oh, man. Fucking, uh... Answers. 20 questions with Quasimodo. Yeah. Questions with, or uh, answers with Quasimodo. Crate digging. I love that song so much. Long awaited, of course. Is, you know, that's. <coughs> well, I'm going to take the next three days driving to and from work and listen to that album. Yeah. And other places too. It's a long ass album. Yeah, sure. Alright, so this is Deja Vu finishing up featuring, uh, was it Mike Marshall? Yeah. And that's the next Marshall, last song. Mike Marshall, just just a little note for you guys. Mike Marshall's the guy that sang the the um, he's on the Looney's album. He was on uh, what else was he on? Drew Down. Drew Down. Uh, 
This is grown ass man rap, track 11. He's saying the chorus on I Got Five on it. Nice. I wouldn't uh, have known that. That's why we keep you around. Yeah. Tell us stuff like that. He's like the Nate dog of the Bay Area. I said it. That's a. I like that. That's a bold statement. Yeah. He was, um, here you go, the Timex Social Club. Uh-huh. He was the lead singer of the Timex Social Club. Interesting. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Dropping the knowledge today, two Dropping days ahead of the listeners. Yep. You guys will get it in a couple days. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so all in all, this is a cool album. Yeah. It's quick. It's a quick hitter. It's a quick, it is a quick album, but it's, you know, it's, it's worth a listen. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I enjoy it just because it's somebody that I listened to growing up still putting out quality music. Yeah. You know, now that I'm an adult. Well, technically. That's what I've always said. It's and I was thinking of that even when I was younger, what it was gonna be like to like grow old with hip hop. Uh, hello. Just a little technical difficulty, nothing too. Uh, yeah. But as always, I, I'm in that now. I'm about to be 40, and I'm like, I always stay. I thought about that when I was like 16. It's like, yeah. I'm still gonna be listening to rap music when I'm 40. And yes, I am. Yeah, definitely. It makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna listen to as much. Well, no, I still listen to a I lot. I still listen to more than I think I do. I like yeah. to say that I don't, but I do. No question. And uh, you guys just have to deal with it. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. I mean, that's rap music is a big part of who I am mm-hmm. and why I am who I am. Yep. Good, bad, or indifferent. Screw you guys. Good hands. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe they'll do some other albums together. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right, so check it out. We're like at 37 minutes. I got one more song I want to play. Cool. And it's a very obscure reference, but we're going to listen to it, and I'm going to explain it real quick. All right, all right, all right. Um, when Sweet. we get to it. I wasn't expecting this. I like no, it. No, I, I was, well, I was thinking, it's like, this is short, and we normally need a track to add on at the end that I add on the fly if we want to, like, keep talking. Yeah. So I forgot that I downloaded this off of YouTube um, this week. Okay. So we were watching uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure the other All day. Right, and gotcha. As anyone probably listening to this knows, that's a very important part of the Lee life is yeah. Bill and Ted's movies. Our dogs are named after Bill and Ted's characters, that kind of thing. So anyway, I haven't seen it in a little while, and they it's the part, it's the first one, so it's the part when they go to the future, and they meet the like future people yeah, who are like yeah, base yeah. their civilization on them. It's the first yeah. time. And so this is the song that's playing. It's called uh, In Time by a guy named Rob Robbie, and uh, it's fucking epic, because they only play like a part of it, yeah. you know? So let's check this out for a second. It's huge. <laughs> in time, we'll be dancing in the streets all night. Okay, so 
This song made me very happy on Sunday when I found it on YouTube. I'd never thought of it before. It's, uh, will be in the next Silent G DJ set at some As point. It it's, yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah. there like, you go. I That's like our it. extra song <laughs> for the week. And you gotta really like Bill and Ted's uh, movies to even think that this isn't funny but to be at all. Honest, or you kind of gotta really like Bill and Ted movies to like our podcast. So yeah, right, yeah. If you've been listening to us at all for more than one episode, yeah. I would assume that you like Bill and Ted. I would think so. You know who and, Rufus is. Yeah, Rufus and Station. And I'm going to name the next dog Socrates. Socrates Johnson. Just like in the movie. <laughs> Just like in the movie. <laughs> all right, so thanks for uh, begrudging me this um, <laughs> listen to this awesome song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so check it out though. Look this guy, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't have time, but look this guy Rob Robbie up on like Google him. His career is fascinating. Really? Like, he got into religion, like world religions in like the 80s. So all of his music is like, um, like kind of heavy metal, but re- like not like Christian heavy metal, but it's like it's kind of heavy rocking, but it's all this stuff about ancient religions. He has like chanters and stuff on. It's it's crazy. I never, I just Googled so him the other like day. like George Harrison did for a little while there. But cheesier. Like, really? yeah, it's super corny. It's not like this song, you know? It's yeah. like he's got just, he just he's going to play corny music no matter what he's into, yeah. you know? It's that kind of thing. Because <laughs> this song is awesome, but it's just, here it goes. It's just so corny. It's just epic. I know, it's just... So yeah, there like you everything go. in the eighties. I mean, <laughs> right. Went big, go big or go home. Cocaine. Yeah. Hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. Well, thanks for listening to us again. Um, episode forty-seven. Next week is spring break. I might be taking uh, next week off. I got to talk to management. We might well, not do it. Actually, episode. I think we should because my mom's in town. That's so, right. Nice. Um, I'll probably be down at my grandparents on Tuesday. So yeah. Let's just. Uh, and I'm on spring break next week. That's so. just. Uh, we're not gonna do it. Week off. Woo! Nice. Um. So we'll be back the following week, and we'll do we'll do alcoholics probably. Yeah, unless something better pops up in our head. Um, unless you guys want to hear. Um, I don't even have a smart ass comment. I was no, say. nothing there. Sorry, my bad. At least remind me to do an alcoholic song to open yeah, that at, week. At, at, at least, least. At least, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. So thanks. Uh, as again, uh, we already mentioned the beginning, like we uh-huh. talked about. Uh, Dopemedianetwork.com, kb2lock.com, uh, iTunes. You can see us there. So, uh, yeah, check us out in all those places. Uh, not much event-wise going on this weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm not putting anything uh, together. There's that uh, really good folk uh, soul duo. I can't remember their name. Oh, that's ten, playing at Dueling. Tanay, I think tenay. maybe. They're awesome. We actually, saw they're really, really. Actually, I might go to that. That's Friday night, I think. Was that Friday? I yeah. So. It's this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I might want to go to that. Uh, I saw them play. They did an Indie Music Week opening event. Yeah. And uh, I'd never like even heard them before. And I was like, whoa. These guys yeah. are awesome. So that's yeah, a dueling. I think I'm going to go Friday and check them out. Um, $15 advance tickets, 20th at the door. It's yeah. their album release show, so yeah. it should be really good. Yeah. Yeah, That's so, the, I think that's about it this weekend, though. I think so. Fonders um, First Thursday is Thursday. Um, yeah. I don't know. If, there's, well, well, I should say my record label, Elegant Trainwreck, or <laughs> Homework Town, there is a show down there. I forgot about that. We will be up by Thursday. 
Um, down at Cups and Hops and Abandons, I think we got some bands and stuff playing down Sweet. there. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Way to plug. Mm-hmm. You almost missed your opportunity. I did. I waited till the bitter end of the epic song. And there's nobody, nobody listening. Right echo, now. echo, echo. <laughs> All right, so Is we're there gonna. Anybody in there? <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna shut it down now. Yeah. Um, we will see you in a couple weeks. I am yeah. Silent G, and I am Bloggy Bonilla. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Good stuff. In that.